How do you find a balance between voiceover and working with your kids on their remote learning? You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's voicesam.com slash markscott for full details and to sign up. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, ready to dive into another episode and doing something a little bit different in this one. Before we get there, though, I want to remind you that every episode of the podcast is available on the website at VOpreneur.com. So go check it out. Fully searchable archives. All kinds of advice, hours upon hours upon hours of advice and wisdom and knowledge and experience and strategies, all for growing your voiceover business. That's at vopreneur.com. And I also want to say thank you for taking the time to leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't done it, please do it. I appreciate it. It makes me feel good. You could do that. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people to find the podcast as well. And of course, the podcast given away. Everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. So when I started the Everyday Vopreneur podcast, the whole idea behind it was to hear from everyday Vopreneurs, people who are just like you and me, who are just working in the industry, you know, not necessarily the Hollywood, but just normal people living normal lives, running normal businesses, and hearing how they do their business and, and hearing you know, the tips that they have to offer, the things that have made them successful. And I've got a guest on the podcast today, and this is the first time that I've ever done this. And she's so excited to be on the podcast right now because I admitted to her at the very beginning that I am totally winging it. Welcome, Krista Walrock, to the, to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Thank I, you, Mark. You See, you're you're one of the few people that I know that I could get away with this, you know, so... I, know I spank that, later. Yeah, I, spank I, later. I know no matter what, you'll still love me when this is all said and done. But there's a very specific reason why I brought you on the podcast, and that is because there is a reality that a lot of us are trying to deal with right now with having our kids at home from school. Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly what the situation is in the States. I think it's kind of varying from state to state. Some schools are open, some schools aren't. Is that, is that kind of the way it is right now, basically? Yep. Some are virtual. Um in Oregon, I know my nephew's virtual, and then you have some that um, are, they're, uh, what do they call it? I don't even know what they're, where half of the kids come in part of the week and the other half go in the other. So yeah. there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And I know in Ontario, they have opened up the schools, and right now, I think they said something like 20% of the people have signed up for virtual learning. Virtual learning is not even yet ready to roll out. Because, you know, it's not mm. like they knew this was coming or anything. So why would they be prepared? But um, so there's there's a lot of kids. My kids, we've decided because my wife is pregnant and there are too many things with COVID 
that are unknown in regards to pregnancy. Exactly. And so we decided that that for now it was safer to just keep our kids home. We are in the good fortune of my wife being a teacher. So mm. I know that we are in a better position than a lot of people are because my wife is a teacher. So she's not going back to school right now anyway. So she is home and she is able to teach our kids. But the reason why I wanted to bring you on is because I know that you homeschool your kids and you have always homeschooled. Is that correct? I have always homeschooled. You have always homeschooled. And so I think that you have uh, a unique perspective to offer to the conversation as far as what does the working voice actor who is at home, how, I guess, is the question, how does the working voice actor who is at home balance the working voice actor job with homeschooling their children if your children are home right now and and I feel like there's probably some things that you have to offer to that conversation well I am a little bit at an advantage in that my children are older I've been doing this for about you know five years because I've been with you since almost the beginning um and so if they were littles I would be in a world of hurt because littles are very different you I don't even know how you would do that unless you had good uh, child care in your home, which right now, who has people in their home helping them with their children? So my kids, I know how they learn. I know their patterns. And um, I also have some virtual help from my, uh, you know, my son has autism. And so he has a tutor that he does some virtual work with, which works very nicely. They just Zoom. Um, so if she's not in the home, like she used to be, then they Zoom together. And then I come and I monitor from time to time. But they know when I'm in the booth. You know, I give the call. I'm going into a live session. Do not come down unless somebody's bleeding. So <laughs> they know. Like, I don't want to see you. And, Has and, that ever happened, by the way? Has anybody ever come in and pounded on the door in the middle of a live session and be like, Mom, somebody's bleeding? No. Only my, my son did come down the other day. Oh, my gosh, the look on his face. Like, I'm in a session, and he opens my door, and I'm looking at him like, why are you standing here? And he was like, oh, and he just went. So I have to get a sign. I just, I have to get a sign. But normally, no. And the hubby's upstairs, just like you're there with Mary Ellen. My husband's upstairs working, but everyone comes to me, so. Of course. Mm-hmm. So when you say your kids are older, de define older so that we have an understanding. Um, my son is now approaching his 17th birthday in October, and my daughter is 12. Um, so, you know, rewind five years, and uh, they're a little bit younger. However, I literally would be in my office for a certain period of time, and um, I wasn't doing as many live sessions back then, so it was easy for me to kind of split that time, depending on what type of job I was working on, to go upstairs and work with them and say, get started on this. If you have questions, you know, I will be up in about 10 or 15 minutes. And I did these little increments with them and it worked. And so, yeah. So I've got eight and 12 and the, the 12 year old can, you know, pretty much hold her own as far as if we if we can get her set up with something, you know, she can handle it. She can sit at the computer. She can work on a task or, or whatever. Uh, the eight year old, not so much, mostly just because. It's really interesting. She thrives in the classroom, but she has no desire to go back to school. She she loves the fact that she doesn't have to go to school right now. But but trying <laughs> to work with her in a in a virtual 
environment has has been really challenging. So for the voice actor who is at home and trying to figure out how to find this balance right now, I would just Mm -hmm. love to hear if you've got some pro tips that you think that you have to offer as somebody who has been there, has done it, has done it for a while, has done it with kids who were younger, is now doing it with with kids who are a little bit older. Have, have you got any really solid pro tips for us to try to find balance and try to find ways to make it work? So we're talking about two separate things in a way. When you, I straight up homeschool. So this is not a virtual school. Right. And, um, but some people do that. When you have a virtual school, it's trickier. And I am not above using incentives because they work. Okay. <laughs> You can call it a bribe if you want. If it gets them to do their work, I am all for it. And that includes ice cream or whatever. And 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 for Rodney J. Turner, that would be DQ. So <laughs> Dairy Queen, whatever it is. And and because I need them to concentrate, and a little ice cream is not gonna ruin that. So incentives are good. I have mm-hmm. definitely done some incentives. My my eight-year-old is motivated entirely by money. Is, is, I'm serious. I She clearly <laughs> has learned well from me because as soon as I say anything, she's like, okay, daddy, but if I do this, how many bucks am I going to get? And that's that the, funny. that's the question <clears throat> that comes out all the time. But, but incentives are good. What about setting up boundaries? Have you, have you been able to do that? Do you do that? I mean, I know you said that, that when I, when I go into the booth, I go into the booth, but what about the rest of the day? Let's say you're not in a live session. But, mm-hmm. you know, you've got some marketing you've got to do or you've got some invoicing or some bookkeeping or, you know, things of, of that nature. Are you are you just sitting at the kitchen table with them? Are are there boundaries that are set up? How does that work? Oh, yeah, I, absolutely not. I'm, I'm not sitting with them. Um, I I set up boundaries long ago. Uh, so before this time, so that if I go down to my office, I let them know I'm going down to do work. Do not come down unless you absolutely need me. And. If they come down, I assume the first thing that comes out of my mouth when I look at them is, is this urgent? You know, and sometimes they'll push those boundaries and other times, you know, I don't see them for a while. And so I'll go upstairs because I'm thinking my in the back of my mind, I'm like, I could be a workaholic, mm-hmm. but I have kids upstairs and I need to take that break for them, too, because they're part of my life. They're one of the reasons why I do this and enjoy doing it. And my daughter does it, too. So I do that. And at the same time, you know, sometimes they come down anyway and I say, get out. You know, those words like get out. (laughs) (laughs) It works. So You know, and they go. And so they know if if I'm in that rhythm, don't mess with mama. Like, it's hard to get into that zone, especially when you're marketing. So. I want to bounce off of that with something that I, I had a conversation with my wife, and it was actually just last night that we talked about this because we're now getting ready to. I basically said to my wife last night, "Look, I have no idea when remote learning is coming. They the the school board just keeps pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, um, all kinds of excuses and everything." And I said, "Look, we're we're just going to have to start putting together a program. We've got to we got to do something because we need to get them into a routine." Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I said that was a struggle for me because I work from home, is throughout the day, my kids will come down to my office just because they want to see me. You know, my, my right. oldest my oldest comes down and, hey, daddy, can we go for a walk to the post office? Or, you know, I've, I've got my famous wall of potato in my studio, which is all my <laughs> Mr. Potato Heads. And, and my youngest will come down and she'll just want to play with my Mr. Potato Heads and, and sit in my office or whatever. And one of the things that I'm struggling with 
is, I guess it's almost like a sense of guilt. Like, if I went to an office to work, Mm -hmm. I'm not home. And so my kids aren't coming down during the day because I'm not there and I'm not home. But when I am working in the home and I'm just downstairs in the basement and they come down and they want to see me and I'm constantly saying, you know, daddy's working, daddy's working, let's do it later or whatever. After a while, I really start to feel guilty and like I'm totally going to stunt my kids. Like one day they're going to end up in therapy trying to <laughs> trying to sort all of this out. So I'm curious if you have ever felt that as far as, you know, when your kids are home and, and, and they want to see you all the time or, or do you just get to a point where it's like, nope, these are the rules, follow the rules and and I will see you after the office is closed, so to speak. You know, we'll spend our time together in the evening or, or whatever. How do you deal mm. with that? I feel the same way you do. I feel horribly guilty <laughs> and sad. And I miss my kids. I miss um, some of the things that I did prior to voice acting. However, there may come a time where something like on a particular day, you know, I've been working feverishly like I have this week. And and I said, OK, guys, today we're going to go and do this and this. And Friday, mommy's not going to work at all for the first time. I can say that in five years. Like, I'm not working tomorrow because I can afford not to, number one. But I want to spend quality time with my family. What is the reason for me to work myself into the ground, if not to enjoy the fruits of my labor with my offspring? So sometimes you just kind of go, mm, let's just bend the rules. Why? Well, because I'm the boss and I can Ah, uh, see, that's the thing, right? That's that's the perks yeah. of working from home. That's the perks of being the boss is being able to say that. You know what? I'm gonna take, I'm gonna yeah. take today off, or I'm gonna, you know, take this afternoon off, or or whatever. But I'm glad that I'm not the only one that feels that way because sometimes I really did. I I, I really do feel bad. And like I said to my wife, it's a, I, you don't realize what a difference those six hours that the kids are gone, right? They go to school at nine o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. You pick them up at three o'clock in the afternoon. You don't yep. realize what a difference that makes. For those six hours when they're out of the house until all of a the sudden they're not out of the house. And I mean, here, yeah. our kids have not been out of the house since March. And right. and I have definitely experienced the guilt, the the lack of productivity. Um, I don't even know what the word for it would be. Uh, like sometimes I admittedly I'm slacking off because the kids are here and it's a nice day and I want to just go hang outside with them or whatever. And but, you know, it's OK to do that every once in a while, but you can only do it so many times over the course of a week or whatever. But now that we're getting back into the fall, it's just really trying to figure out how do we get them into a routine? Almost like, you know, sending them to school, even though they're still home. Yeah. I mean, it. it's tricky. I. It was really interesting, I think, when everything started happening and all of a sudden I was getting this onslaught of people asking me, Krista, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? And what are you doing about school? And I'm like, well, nothing's changed for my kids because this is what we do. But when they have to change their routine, we have to change ours too. So you you make the shift both ways. And so you you find the balance. You're both finding a balance. And it and everyone is, <laughs> we're all suffering in a way, but that love you're giving and taking on both ends. You just create a new routine for them. You create a new routine that works for both sides, and then you get to alter it because you're dad, you're mom, and and that's the good part. And then they get used to it. I mean, changes. This kind of change is not the greatest, but knowing, at least with my son with autism, is I always told him like, everything changes, bud. So when something shifts for him, 
And he said to me, Mom, I hate COVID. And I said, I do too. But I said, what do I tell you? He says, nothing stays the same. Things change all the time. That's right. So you change with it. That's growth. And and it's okay. My kids hate COVID too. They tell me all yeah. the time. <laughs> it, it really <laughs> has been hard for them. Yeah. I just, I am so grateful that as we're going through this, I mean, from, from my side, that because I do work from home and because my wife is a teacher who is not currently working, we're in, <laughs> we're in so much better position than a lot of people yeah. are, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's why I, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting subject just because for most voice actors who do work from home, it is going to fall on them, particularly if the other spouse is out of the house. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about what my life and my business would look like right now if my wife had a different job and she was still going to work. I mm-hmm. probably would have made her quit. <laughs> honestly, right? honestly, at this point, I would have been like, I'm going to find a way to retire you. I don't <laughs> care because I cannot do this. So I have, I mean, my heart goes out to to the working voice actor who is trying to do it alone right now because oh, yeah. the spouse works out of the house and, and trying to figure out how to find that balance and and make it all work. But here, and you know, as far as marketing, I think because everything slows down on the weekend, if you have kids and you have done your family time, the weekend is the perfect time to market. If you're trying to kind of offset some of that during the week stuff, it's like, do it, do a bunch of stuff on the weekend, save it up and just send it out on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, or whatever it is. So you can work in chunks. It's it's possible. It's just always going to be a challenge. That's it, right? It's just adapting. And that's that's a great tip too, right? To You can write 50 emails on the weekend and you can hold them in your draft folder or you can use a, a third-party tool to schedule those emails to send out yep. different days of the week or whatever. Do the same you thing. You taught me that. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good <laughs> tip. Man, that... that I must be smart. I must I must know some things or something. Dude, you're going to make me choke on my water. You are smart. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what are doing it in the evening, right? When the when you're when you're when the other spouse has come home from work and now the kids are going to be their responsibility for a little while and catch up on some stuff in the evening or whatever, but I guess mm-hmm. that's the biggest part of it, right? Is you got to you got to set some boundaries. There's got to be times where it's just non-negotiable, which is certainly going to be easier when your kids are a little bit older. I mean, even even at this point, my eight-year-old understands that there are times when she just can't come into the office. Like if I'm if I'm right. recording, she just she knows and and you know I I hate using Netflix as a babysitter, but you know sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And and truth be told, I tell people all the time, you can always make more money, but you can never retrieve the time that you've lost. Like it's priceless. Yep. So use it wisely. So that's it. I mean, it's 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 trying to find ways to find balance. It's maybe altering the schedule a little bit. Like you said, doing some work on the weekends and scheduling it to go out during the week. It's it's uh, making sure that there are boundaries and rules set. This is a time that you cannot come into the studio or you, this is the time that you cannot come into the office or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious then in the midst of all of that as well, what about a little bit of Krista time? Because after you've done work as a voice actor and you have homeschooled your children, you know, that's the other thing that, that I guess that's the other side of this is 
we're going to burn ourselves out if we keep mm -hmm. going nonstop on both sides, working 16, 18, 20 hours a day, trying to trying to find a way to get it all done. So what, right. what about Krista time? What, is, what does Krista do in Krista time? How does Krista de-stress or unwind or self-care? I'm still working on that, Mark. Uh, you know, I'm, I believe um, parents in general, uh, speaking as a mom, and, and I know a lot of moms will say yes, we're the last. We save ourselves for the last. We, we just, you forget that you haven't taken care of yourself. You forget that you haven't loved yourself. You've just poured yourself out and you're like, uh-oh, why am I depleted? Why am I so, why am I so on edge? Well, I think for me, sometimes it's a hot shower. It's the going to the places where no one else can come. is <laughs> for me, is a good thing. And a hot shower is just awesome. So I do that and um, I will schedule time with girlfriends and say, hey, let's social distance here um, at dinner or whatever, or walking outside, just getting out, getting out of the house because your haven turns into, can become your prison yep. um, if you're never out of it. So, And I totally feel like that right now, just because I feel like I haven't been out of my house other than to go to the grocery store since March, like we haven't been mm -hmm. anywhere. But, you know, when, when before VO Atlanta got put off and obviously before all of this even started, the whole COVID situation, um, I had been asked to sit on a panel at VO Atlanta. And, and the panel right. discussion was going to be just talking. It was basically going to be voice actors who are parents and, and you know, how do you find that balance and, and that conversation has obviously shifted a lot with voice actors who are parents whose children are home 24 seven. And right. so I just it's I, I really wanted to kind of pick up that conversation a little bit, get mm -hmm. your perspective, hear what you have to say. And, and more than anything, uh, I think also just letting people know, hey, the struggle's real and we understand and it's OK. Oh, absolutely. And balance, that word does not mean it does not equate with peace. It can your balance can be like yeah. a quiet chaos. So just understand that is sometimes it's just what is working, and you may still feel like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? At the end of the day, but things got done, and that's that's important. So one day this is all going to be over, and we're all going to look back, and I don't know if mm. we're going to laugh or if we're going to cry or mm. if we're going to pat ourselves on the back for how good of a job we did dealing with this ridiculous situation. But man, I, I will be the first to admit that when it is safe again, mm -hmm. I can't wait for my kids to go back to school. Right. <laughs> uh. I, I just, I want to go out to some of my favorite places um, where I have to carry out <laughs> right now. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, it feels like you get less food when you carry out than when you dined in. So, I want more food. <laughs> COVID, COVID cutbacks at the restaurants. Yes, yes. Man, I need my comfort food. I don't even think I've. I think I've done. I mean, I've hit a couple of drive-throughs, but mm -hmm. I think I've done takeout once since March. Now you know. I now that it's happened, I don't know. I just I, that's one of the things that I'll tell you. What I'm missing the most right now is the ability to go places. This year. My my wife and I were supposed to go to Hawaii. We never had our mm -hmm. honeymoon. So this right? year was the year we were going to go to Hawaii and have our Aww. honeymoon. And in February, we told our kids that we were going to go to Disney this year. And that <gasps> was that was right before 
hit, Ooh, hit. And so now hurt. trying to explain to them why that's not going to happen. And then, you know, my wife went and got pregnant. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how that happened. But I'm like, okay, well, clearly we won't be going to Hawaii for a honeymoon next year either or probably going to Disney. Instead, we're just blowing up our house. We're just spending all of our money blowing up our house and, and doing renovations. But Dude, you are injuring yourself far too much. I'm like, it's something new. Every day I'm like, uh, you need to get some insurance. Like, I need to get a contractor. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. And while we are doing all of those basement renovations, I apparently I also need to build a classroom with a with a lock on the door and send my kids to school. Be like, okay, kids. You are so funny. I will come and let you out at three o'clock. Daddy's gotta go to work now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love it. You'll look back on this when it's all done and you'll say, It was kind of cool just having the family together. From the I mean it's good to get a break, but at least you know they're safe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will look back. I have one of those. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Krista, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for your insight and for your wisdom. And uh, I appreciate that you would take the time to to share some of those pro tips with us because, hey, talk to a professional, right? You know, if you want voiceover advice, you go to a voiceover coach. You want marketing advice, you go to a marketing coach. You want to figure out how the heck to deal with having your kids at home <laughs> while they're, you know, not going to school. Talk to somebody who's been there, done that, lived it, survived it, and oh. is growing a very thriving and successful business in the midst of it all. So clearly you've got some things figured out. Thank you. It's been a long battle, but I've had a good coach, Mark. And so if anybody needs any tips on on how to do the homeschooling thing, you know, just call Krista. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clearly. I have and, time. <laughs> and, and you probably need some, you know, just some some enjoyable adult conversation in the midst of all of that, right? Oh, you know. Don't think that I haven't done that with coaches at times. <laughs> like, I just need to talk to a real person that's an adult. Yeah. Tell us how we can find you online if somebody wants to get connected with you. Oh, you can reach me at KristaWalrock.com, www.KristaWalrock.com. And I will throw that in the show notes as well, since it's a name that you're not going to be able to figure out how to spell on your own. Exactly. <laughs> I Unless will admit you to you, I, I could say this to you because I love you and we're friends. Last <laughs> night, this is legitimately, this is one of the questions that I had with my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm interviewing Krista tomorrow. She's like, oh, that's going to be fun. I was like, yeah, there's just one thing I need to know. She said, what's that? I'm like, do you know how to pronounce her last name? <laughs> if you were, it's right. If because it's I realized, like I had known German, you. How many years? Right? Have, I've known you for what? Five years at least? Yeah. yeah. But you're Krista. It's, like, it's not I'm, like I say right. your last name all the time. Right. So I, it is, it's like, if it was German, if you pronounced it the German way, it would be Wallrauch, okay? It's ugly. Holy smoke is what it means. <laughs> so ugly. But we say it like bedrock, Wallrock. So pretty I, straightforward. I just felt really dumb. I was like, oh my gosh, I've known her for so long and I, I had to confirm how to say your last name. I'm just glad my wife knew. <laughs> I still can't say Robert Scamplibly. I can't say his last name. Sigmaglia. So. Ah, there you go. I ah, can't, it, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. And I can't I can't spell it, though. But. Right. But I love it. <laughs> All right, Krista. Well, thank you so much again for your time and for your wisdom Thanks, and, and for sharing with us. And uh, go teach your kids something. All right, man. Like how to Thanks do voiceover. Me. I know, right? Okay. If you want to get in touch with Krista, if you want to get some pro tips from her, or if you just want to, you know, have a little bit of support as uh, from one parent to another that's trying to figure out how to make voiceover and homeschooling work. Again, our website, crystalwallrock.com, and you'll be able to see that in the show notes if you check it out. 
I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode, and I want to thank you for taking the time to leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are greatly appreciated, and you can do that by heading over to Apple Podcasts. You can also jump onto the Vopreneur website at vopreneur.com, listen to any episode of the podcast anytime that you want. All of them are there in the archives at vopreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's voicesam.com slash markscott for full details and to sign up. And sing. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.